0: Welcome to the Pillow Goat Go. I'm your host, Uncle Felix. Um, uh, we're gonna jump right into it today. I got my man Chris the tax guy waiting to come on. Haven't had him on in a while. And uh without further ado, let me bring him on. Chris, how's it going, buddy?
1: Uncle Felix, it has been a while, man.
0: Yeah, it has. <laughs> Too long, too long. How was yeah, but- it there in, that, in Arizona?
1: Uh, well, it, it, it's going really well. Believe it or not, it's not sunny today. You, it, it's one of the five days a year that is not sunny. Um, so it's it, it's a little dry. It almost feels like I'm back home. Yeah. Now, now
0: you're not anywhere near the border, are you?
1: Thank God, no. Um, I, uh, I I am not near the border. Not too far either, though. I mean, we're talking about a maybe an hour and a half to two hours drive.
0: Yeah. All right. Good for you. Because <laughs> I know all the chaos that's going down there. Okay, I mean, well, the governor's
1: already, like, been asking for additional resources. Um, even, like, the our Democratic senators have been, like, up in arms trying to, you know, get additional resources from the federal government.
0: Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's, it's got to be totally different when you're living right there on the border, you know, versus you know these uh, politicians in new york and stuff who <laughs> haven't even gone down there to see what's going on but you know
1: yeah well i mean this is this is practically in um you know uh, was it kelly's backyard because uh, he's a, a tucson guy so you know this is right next to him uh, i you know uh in fact they were showing clips in the news of the like a section of the trump wall yeah, because I guess the you know really the wall is a is a deterrent, but really the deterrent was that coupled with the monitoring systems and like the other uh, you know resources that were put into it. There's an entire chunk where it, like it's laser cut along the bottom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and people have been popping that open, going right underneath the wall, like right through it, because they were able to cut into it because it, there hasn't been enough resources from the government uh, after the Biden policies to to come in and and monitor the wall.
0: Yeah, and you know. And that's actually one of the topics I wanted to talk about today. Um, I was actually going to do it second, but we'll we'll do it first since we're since we're already on it. But but um, uh, they're trying to push this narrative now. I don't know if you saw, uh, his uh, the White House press secretary Jen Psaki, and even actually Kamala Harris. They came out and they're trying to pin this on the Trump administration and the, the narrative they're pushing is that oh well we inherited a mess when we came in which i don't know how they plan on getting away with that you know obviously what the numbers have clearly spiked you know what i mean um to the point where like you said uh this democrat politician speaking out about it so i i don't see how they're going to continue to push that um and they're also at the same time trying to make it not a big deal like she She goes into all sorts of trunk twisters just not to say the word crisis. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Kamala Harris recently, you know, poo-pooed the whole thing when they asked her if she's going down to the border. She laughed it off. They're just trying to ignore this thing away. Well,
1: did they they show anywhere in the news the cages that all the families are being kept in? Well,
0: that's the thing. Uh, I know the New York Post put out this here. You know what I mean? And then um, also Project Veritas they uh, veritas they came out uh with some pictures that showed them you know all crammed up and yep. it's, it's sleeping in i don't know what kind of blankets those are they seem some kind of like aluminum or, or something on that
1: yeah it's probably like the ones you get like after you ride a marathon like the the foil like blankets or whatever that's supposed to keep the body heat in
0: mm. uh
1: but i hate to say it that looks more like like rolled corn on the cob like you you're like that doesn't really I mean are those living people or are those corpses I really can't tell. Uh it's a little creepy the way
0: it, it, it's it's very creepy but the you know they're not and on top of all this they're not allowing uh the media there for you know to to go in and visit these facilities they're using as you know covid is the excuse um you know they can't go in because of covid but meanwhile they're not testing a lot of these people either and you know and releasing them uh, because the other thing is you know it's tough for Biden to say this is not his border crisis when he went and he stopped all the um, policies that Trump had in place. You know, right. For, for example, it's, not
1: they,
0: it's not to say that they weren't coming
1: under Trump; they still were. But there was, I, it, it seems to me, that there was fewer. Um, oh, not, okay. uh, I mean,
0: they, they would I'm have not at the border, border, but
1: like to me, it seems like as soon as he removed all those Trump policies. All of a sudden,
0: everyone's like, "Oh shit, it's a Democrat! Borders like,
1: like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> open!" Like, you know,
0: and these people—they're they're not dumb. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course not. You know, obviously there was a, a deterrent there when Trump was in office, and like you said, they're still going to come because people are still going to try to escape this situation and get into the country. Oh, I, I get all that, but when Trump had in place like the—he—he uh, he ended the the capture and release thing um he worked out a de- deal with mexico to where they actually kept them in mexico and not in, in mm-hmm. the american border all these things deterred people from from coming over you eliminate these things you know they, they actually changed the detention center and they called it a reception center you know <laughs> when you when yeah. you do things like that you know what i mean you're greenlighting people to come through and not only that there's they've had they've shown interviews um with people crossing the border um stating as much that they're coming because joe biden's policies mm-hmm. i mean some of them are actually wearing biden t-shirts which is hilarious <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? but, so it's pretty tough for them to to not own this even though they're going to push that you know the media of course looks the other way you know speak no evil hear no evil see no evil you know what i mean and, yeah. and uh, it's it's obviously a double standard but
1: did you see how they they the they, they, one of the comments i had heard made was uh you know we have they're at least they are not separating children from their families you're right they're not they're locking the children up with the families yeah yeah so, so they are so. children that, that are literally so they're staying with their with their families they're just behind bars yeah. in an yeah. age like locked environment like, how, how is that a better situation I, than I, the I other family taking in the kid you know in the short term now granted was that rolled out and handled well? Sure, no. You can put anything in charge of the government so we're not going to be handled. No, right.
0: no. But it definitely wasn't thought out well. Jen Psaki actually saying, her her thing now is, oh, the border is closed. Uh, we're just taking unaccompanied children. So all all that does is is. Uh, you know, push people to send unaccompanied ch- children because not only are they not turning unaccompanied children away, but once they receive those children, they're reuniting them with their family and they're not reuniting with their family across the border. They're getting the family to come to come meet them here in America. Mm-hmm. So how is that a deterrence? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, and the other effect that this is having is on the, uh, you know, the drug traffickers and the, um, and the human traffickers, because all, all our resources are being, you know, put uh, to take care of the overwhelming surge that we're seeing at the border. You know, meanwhile, Joe Drug Trafficker is sneaking right, right through with all his drugs. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a total mess there. Yeah, it, it's bad.
1: I, I've heard a lot. Again, you know, I don't see it firsthand, even though I'm in a border state. Uh, we hear about it in the news a lot more. It, it's much more highly reported about it, how bad it is, especially in towns like Nevada
0: that have it on both sides. Yeah, it's nuts. Well, <laughs> hey, I don't know if you saw. Did you see uh, Joe Biden's uh, tripped up up the stairs?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know that curious little monkey, <laughs> Joe or, or George? Uh either the one. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I think one eats bananas, the other one has, is is bananas. I right. think not. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so the, the,
0: the funniest thing about that, I mean, they've had some great memes, some videos, just absolutely hilarious. But the funny thing is, uh, which is not even meant to be funny, is again his press secretary, Jen Psaki. Um, she came out and made some excuses. Uh, the first one was that it was windy, and <laughs> and. Um, which, which made me laugh. I mean, how many presidents have gone up those stairs? I, I, I don't recall any of them being blown over by the wind. And yeah. then, and then uh, she came back yesterday and said, well, I don't know if you know, you know, but those those stairs are tricky. I mean, they go straight up. How, <laughs> what kind of trick is she talking about? Like run DMC tricky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, they, they were better served if they would have just came out and said, hey, he stumbled. Who hasn't stumbled up? Yeah, no sure. like we've, all, we've all done that. Just say it, admit it, and move on.
1: Well, the worst part is he, by them not saying something obvious like, oh, he tripped and fell? Big deal. He's a little embarrassed by it. You know what I mean? He he busted a shin. Who cares? No, instead, by them making up excuses, it sounds like they they're, they're trying to hide the fact that it's because he's he's frail. Like exactly. You know what it, I mean? Like, oh, why would you hide it? Just be like, all right, he fell. Like big deal. Like he he could have literally turned around and been like, oh, that was goofy. <laughs>
0: You know
1: what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. Hold it! Like shit, you fall down. Like
0: sometimes you gotta just laugh at yourself. But yeah, I mean, Jen Psaki should. Sure, I would have came out if I was the press secretary in that situation. I would have came out and said, "I." Who, who here has not tripped up a set of stairs, raising? You know, yeah, like, like stop it. But, but obviously, you know, like you said, when you cover it up, you're inviting now all the conspiracy theories to come out and yeah. you know, that nature. And, and I'll be honest with you. When you when you couple that with all his other gaffes, you know it does make you wonder. Obviously, yeah.
1: Well, where's Q? Where, where's Q? Where's Q? <laughs> what is? Maybe we can ask the Mad Viking. He's also in Arizona somewhere. I think he's in jail now, but uh, oh, in, like his vegan you know, <coughs> tacos or something. Whatever the
0: hell he's What a nut job that guy was. Mm. Um. I don't know if you also saw uh, some more somber news uh, in Atlanta. Um, these were the victims there in the mass shooting there um, where there was a pretty much in all honesty, a, a, a sex addict, the sexual deviant pervert um, shot up uh, three Asian uh, massage parlors. And, I don't like two, but all right, I'll, I'll take your facts. Yeah. And he, uh, according to the interview that he had with the, uh, with the, uh, police officers, I guess he stated, you know, just that, that he was a, a sexual, or a sex addict, and he targeted these places because he felt that these places would make him relapse in his sexual addiction. Um, yeah. But, the you know... I'm really
1: glad that alcoholics don't do that when in going to bars, because then I'd be screwed. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Uh, or ex-smokers trying to go to the cigar pile, but like that's... That, that makes me feel a little bit better, but... Um, no, this is a, a terrible tragedy, um, you know, like, obviously, you, you never want to hear about this stuff, you know, it's like, it, unfortunately, it's become kind of a, I don't want to say a common thing, but we hear about these, like, shootings too often, uh, mm-hmm. but so, it, um, unfortunately, that this is a terrible thing to have. Um but I, I think the narrative coming out of it is, is I hate to say more dangerous, but I think it is more dangerous um and how the the media is spinning this into some sort of an anti-asian sentiment rather than it being what we're all the facts are telling you what it is
0: yeah Um, and 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 that that's that's the uh mind-numbing part of it all you know the guy's telling you what this is i mean obviously the guy's a nutcase mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean and and uh but he's telling you what his motivations were um and it there's no reason not to, not to believe him in this situation because by now I'm sure they, they've probably gotten a hold of his like social media accounts, you know, spoken to his friends. And if they, I think if anything uh, different came out, we would have heard it by now. Like say hmm. if, if he was really an anti-Asian or, you know, you know, belonged to anti-Asian groups or was, you know, accused of things in the past, I'm you know, by now, uh, cause it's been in the news cycle for a few days now. I, I think by now we probably would have heard, uh, are uh, there actually out. anti-Asian
1: groups? I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> but there's, anti, there's anti everything.
1: You know what I mean? I guess you're right. I mean, that's true. There is people that are just anti everything. I, you know, I suppose there must be some sort of group that's anti Asian.
0: Well, maybe, maybe at Yale. I guess you can call. Uh, was it either Yale or Harvard? One of them. You can call them an anti Asian group. I don't know if you saw. They actually got sued recently um, uh, from an Asian group because I guess they're. Uh, their their thing is that there's they feel that there's too many asians being accepted into the school so so what they did with their uh i guess so this they're, they're scoring uh that if you're asian they're scoring your tests lower so they can somehow get some kind of equity in the whole thing you know what i mean so they're lowering the standard i mean it's 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 pretty odd um, yeah, it is so, yeah. Yeah, you know i guess that that's that's anti-asian right there you know what i mean <laughs> but, but um it's just, you know, obviously it's it's uh, it's something that the media is pushing. They love, I always say they love to keep people at each other's necks.
1: Um, or just this whole idea of, like, another group that feels that, it, and again, I'm, I'm just talking about in groups in general because I don't think it really applies to everyone truly in mass, but, like, everyone now hopping on this whole, like, oh, there's a big anti-Asian sentiment. Now, maybe there is. I, I, you know, again, it's hard to imagine, but, um, I, I guess I've never certainly seen it uh, or even heard about it. Until no,
0: this I, kind of narrative started pushing. It, it definitely does occur. Um, I saw a list recently. They're not really high on that list. Um, the highest, uh, I believe it or not, are the Jews um, with the with the hate with hate crime uh, per year, and they're 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 number one by a lot, and. and um, even with this, you know, what they're claiming or the media is claiming, oh, I, I don't I don't think that's going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, all this uh, again, it, <laughs> all things lead back to Trump. Right. Uh, you know, they're, they're trying to pin this on Donald Trump, saying that he caused this anti-Asian sentiment, you know, when he called the China virus, the China virus. Um, well, that's,
1: but that's, sorry, but that's insane. It Wait, is but, insane. It
0: is that, insane. That's, that's,
1: that's, that's all you went that direction and said yeah you know what look, look hate to say it the, the virus originated in China. Mm-hmm. a it doesn't apply to all asians it doesn't apply to any really any asian in particular uh it doesn't even apply to chinese people it, it,
0: exactly it's a location it comes <laughs> from China. it's a location like where where was this you know obviously- anti part of that <laughs> yeah and where, where was this when they had the spanish flu right uh, yeah. They called it the Spanish flu. I don't remember anybody being attacked and killed because they were Spanish. Oh, because the Spanish history, flu. History or or, even, or the, the, the Ebola virus, right? We right. Africans weren't getting you killed know, yeah. over that. Uh, well, or, or, even, or uh beans. Yeah, or, or even uh, Lyme, Lyme disease, right? That's out of Lyme, yeah. Connecticut. I don't think anybody in Lyme, Connecticut is getting pounded over the head because of yeah. know, Lyme disease. They probably with, still uh, the whole thing is silly, but that's just the narrative so that that's 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 what they're trying to to say without saying you know what I mean yeah, well actually they are saying it because some politicians are coming out and saying, oh, what do you expect you know he calling it the China virus to cause a lot of people to you know to become anti <laughs> anti-asian which is just like it, you said, it, it, it's it's absurd. Big, man. And like
1: that that's a huge, huge leap I, I even if you blamed the the Chinese government for the, the, the fact that they didn't and they weren't forthcoming in the, in the virus and everything else. Okay, so he's the Chinese government. But you still, why would you then extrapolate that and literally people that have been in this country three generations, four generations or more and like, oh, but because they're from Chinese or descent, like, that's awful. That's like blaming me for the fact that the, you know, the firm in England uh, didn't like a dark Archie. I mean, like, <laughs> what the frig, man? Like, that's
0: insane. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, but another mass shooting, you know, unfortunately, that wasn't the only one. Another mass shooting happened in uh, Boulder, Colorado, um, where, uh, this piece of shit here looks like he killed, um, 10 people. He's been charged with, uh, 10 counts of uh, first degree murder. Uh, he is. He it, it, now. Here's the thing, right? Here's his picture. Did he right? just want code? I mean, <laughs> I, I could. I know he got shot in the leg because he was. He, he was also involved in a shootout. With so you had to take his shirt off. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And now, looking at that picture, how old would you say he is? He's also balding up top. I don't know if you can tell in that picture. I'd say he's like somewhere between uh, thirty-two and forty-five. I, good guess, right? The paper, yeah. the reports are saying that he he is twenty one years old. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and I don't, I don't see. Uh, I I'm not buying it. There's some- yeah, I, I guess, He looks,
1: I'll tell you what. If he is twenty one years old, I feel bad. That's an ugly twenty one year old man. Yeah, he's he's led a
0: rough life. If he's twenty one years old, yeah, that's, that's like, a that was bad. And um, yeah, is, I, his name is Ahmed Al-Awi Alyssa. Oh yeah. By the way, is
1: uh he's a Trump supporter? I heard, in one of them.
0: <laughs> and the only reason I bring that up because again, the media was jumping on it, you know, because uh, early reports said it was a white white Trump supporter, so the media yeah. was salvating, and they were all happy, and and uh, you know, obviously, you know, to their uh, surprise, it, it was not. So now, you know, they're not they're not running that anymore. Yeah. No, is that a white crime? I'm sorry. Is that anti-white sentiment that well, does, that causes that, that, well, anti bring Because his his uh, here's a list of his victims here. A picture of his victims here, and they they all look like they're white, but they're not calling this an anti-white crime. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it doesn't fit the narrative, and and uh, it's 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 insane. Like I, I I'm I'm like speechless. At the same time, I'm wondering how many people are falling for this. You know what I mean? Too many. Yeah, it is. That's that's exactly right. It is too many. It is too many.
1: You know, because no one ever – here's the thing, Felix. I, I, I really come down to it is that I, people don't question anything that fits what they have already have as a preconceived notion. Yeah. They're not going to ask, well, two back-to-back. One, it's the gun's fault. The other one, it's anti-Asian hate. Yep. What is the, the, the difference between these stories that are being pumped out? Very little, except for the fact that we have no idea what um, the, uh, uh, I don't know, Ahmed or whatever his name was. Um, I, 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 I don't have it in front of me. But yeah. Um either way, it was, you know, whatever his issue is, we don't know. You know what I mean?
0: And, and I don't blame him. There's early reports saying that he's an ISIS sympathizer. But that's, you know. Okay, well, that's not that it, hasn't been confirmed,
1: and right? And, and so maybe that is, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I mean, to me, I think it's like everything else, premature to make those kind of statements anyway.
0: Yeah, I'd almost rather
1: see that as the sentiment than see the the shoes. But then I love how like the moment that Colorado one happened, now you're hearing about gun bans. Well, here's the thing, like, so you have almost the same amount of people killed, mm-hmm. in an case, you. Have, that almost the same location, and they're, they're now talking about a gun band. They're talking about gun bands because the guy in Colorado used an AR-15 type firearm, or uh, a.k.a. a rifle,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but the reason they didn't pump that before is because the guy used a 9mm pistol,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so th- this whole notion of high-capacity magazines and all this I'm going to start banning. Them. I'm going to use my
0: executive authority. Dude, it has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, Ahmed could have used it, the pistol and caused just as much damage. Yeah, it's almost like, not almost like, it is, the media is searching for things to push their narrative through. You know what I mean? So, like you said, in in Atlanta, they're going to push the uh, everybody's racist narrative, uh, mm-hmm. anti-Asian narrative. In Colorado, they're going to push the, um, you know, let's ban guns. Like you said, even though the things are similar. Meanwhile, in Chicago, Chicago gets ignored. I think 30 people died this past weekend there over mm-hmm. gun violence. Mm-hmm. Not, not a fucking sound from anybody. You know what I mean? It disgusts me, you know, especially when I think of like, you know, groups like Black Lives Matter. Because yeah. Black Lives Matter only only seem to matter if they're killed by a white person or or or, a it, cop. or it fits into yeah or a cop or it just fits into the left wing's narrative of something you know what i mean other than that they they get ignored and and it saddens me because i wish more people would wake up to that i mean they they still sit there and vote 90 percent Democrat, even though I I feel like they're being used and uh, used big time. I just wish people would wake up to that. Well, of course, they're being used, mm-hmm. and, and when they're not being used, the votes are being called.
1: Just I mean, now granted, some of this was was already Trump's doing, and I, and I, I want to blame him just as much as I blame everyone else. <laughs> but the the average family of four last year in America. Made over 11000 almost $12,000 in government handouts. And most of those people that would qualify for those amounts already didn't pay federal income tax. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, they, they give it to the Dems. <laughs> they wanted to push, and half of this was pushed by them to begin with. Yeah. So it, when, when Trump wanted to tie this to, to unemployment and, and other such metrics, You know now we need to give it a stimulus stimulus money stimulus money no and i
0: don't don't know if you saw like uh i know ted cruz was pushing uh for people who are to to mexico (laughs) (laughs) uh, he he was pushing for people who um who are currently incarcerated not to receive a check i mean you, you would think that that would be a uh you know, a demand that everybody could get behind, you know, all, all 50 Democrats voted against that. Like, I don't. Yeah,
1: well, they, listen, the people behind bars really need to have those extra cigarettes to barter in the, in the jailhouse with. They need their commissary accounts. But on the flip side, look, it's kind of like a payment to the state, right? So what are they going to do with that money? It's going into their commissary account in jail. It's not like they're going to invest it. They're going to end up using to use it to buy, like, I don't know,
0: shit from the commissary. So, basically, just, money goes right back
1: to the state. And,
0: and that, not only that, then you've got uh, – there was a report done, too, that millions of uh, illegal aliens are receiving the stimulus checks as well. I mean, it just – it's
1: besides all the, uh, the, the Russians and the Chinese that are getting money from unemployment uh, hackers? Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was in a – of the amount of people that were uh, hacking into the system and like reporting the government for unemployment checks, like uh, what was like a third or more was going out over um, into other countries.
0: Oh jeez, <sighs> what a mess! I mean, 2022 can't come fast enough, man. I I really do feel that the Democrats in this case have definitely overreached. I, I just, to me, it has a 2008, 2009 vibe. And then when 2010 came, they were, you know, decimated at the elections. I kind of have a feeling that's going to happen this time around too. Um, hopefully, because something's got to put, uh, put a stop to this uh, rolling, uh, rolling ball. there that Biden's, Biden's in control of. I mean, it's. I mean, they're talking about another three trillion dollar um, bill being passed. You know, this time for infrastructure, but we know that thing's going to be loaded with pork. It's not just going to be infrastructure. Yeah. Um, the worst one is if it was
1: all for infrastructure i almost wouldn't i, I, I don't want to say i wouldn't care but like i hate to say that yeah. i kind of wouldn't care i i mean at the end of the day you're building out the country's infrastructure which is going to attract businesses and get us back up the park some of that is could is, is effectively bailing yeah. out the states but like it, it's going to be good in the long run to invest in the country because that's kind of why we pay taxes
0: well that well that's and that that's my point right we pay. Like, our tax money is supposed to be allocated for stuff like that already. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not, obviously. We, you know, we ended up we ended up spending it on stupid stuff. Um, and, you know, and then, then all of a sudden now we got to pass a bill to actually uh, get something done that should be done already with our tax dollars. You, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's why I'm against it. Like, even when Trump was talking about the uh, infrastructure bill, I wasn't crazy about it. You know, for the same reason, I'm like, we, we pay taxes for this already. You know where where's that money? You know if if we learn how to uh, you know say no and you know make tough decisions that people don't you know don't want to hear, we wouldn't have to do stuff like this. But okay. here we are.
1: Yeah, like I said, the whole thing about taxes—we shouldn't be using taxes as a political tool. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I, I
1: really think that if the, if you ever want to truly have a tax system that works and the government. That is going to be fiscally responsible. Mm. We need to get that out of the hands of politicians. Mm. Um, You know what I mean? You can't have a politician going to the office talking about how he's going to make either tax cuts or tax increases. It really needs to to be look, let's not politicize spending. Let's not make it about how much money you can uh, get from the government Mm. and stop using that to to pimp votes. Really start using it more in the lines of. Look, we're going to be fiscally responsible and, and whatever the tab is we're going to put that down as a percentage to the american people and, and let the rate hit um but this whole every you know two years having a conversation about the uh you know raise or whether or not someone's going to tax the wealthy and in this constant discussion and how we're going to be uh you know helping the middle class who are we talking about yeah you, you know what i mean like just
0: no, it's, it's, it's become a slush fund for politicians, the taxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they, they end up bribing the people with their own money, which you, which is basically what it comes down to. Like I, I had this conversation the other day with somebody, and they said, oh, did you know that under Trump, you know, 83% of the tax breaks went to the upper 1%. And, you know, I said, okay, well, think about it this way. Who pays taxes in this country? Who pays probably eighty percent of the taxes in this country, right? It's yeah. the it's the upper one percent. So it's only makes sense that they would see the most tax breaks because you know the you know there's what I figure what the number is forty seven percent of people don't pay taxes. You know?
1: Yeah, I want to say it's the what is it uh, the top five percent. Yeah. Uh, pay like 87.5% of so, all yeah, income tax in the country. I mean, it,
0: it, it only makes sense that they would see the most tax breaks if they're paying. Of course. Because well, you can't give a break if you already don't pay. Exactly. Exactly. Like that's, how,
1: that's how it works as a progressive tax system. Exactly. Right? When you give a break on rates, the people that pay the most now, the people are going to get the most benefit because mm-hmm. the people in the lower income brackets
0: already don't pay. Yeah. And it's another example of. Of politicians preying on our ignorance, you know what I mean. It sounds sounds great. It sounds great when Nancy Pelosi gets up there and says, "Oh, the top five percent received eighty percent of the tax breaks." You know, and if if I don't know any better, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "Oh, wow, that's not right," you know what I mean. But they they're not telling you, you know. Most of you don't pay taxes, so why how would you gonna see the tax break? You know. the worst part is I love it.
1: I mean, listen, I, you know what I do for a living. So yep. it always used to drive me crazy when I would hear people you know tell me, like, oh, I didn't get a big enough refund this year. And I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah but how much, how much tax did you pay this year?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, did your tax go down? Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I don't know. What do you mean? How, where would I find that? <laughs> I don't know. On the same return that showed like, how much money you get back, I'm like, you know how a refund works, right? Like a refund is in. paid this in, and now you're gonna get some of it back because you overpaid what you owed.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, that's kind of the, the way <laughs> it, you know, like <laughs> you know, I didn't get as much
0: back. I, I can't believe it. I, I must have paid more taxes. No, you probably paid less. <laughs> like this is why in high school we gotta do less gender studies and more economics, you know, <laughs> and, and <laughs> more financial planning, financial literacy yes give me
1: and i'll say that to them blue in the face give me a, a financial literacy course in high school as a prerequisite for your degree or your diploma i would sign that bill tomorrow like that, that and i'd that say is civics.
0: that yep. is civics. You, you put you throw those in and i i would be a happy man
1: yep absolutely it could be a half a semester you know you, you can even i'll tell you what we can even skip that class on like t- the the skip day and the annual like like before you graduate like you know, <laughs> you National skip day. Under, we won't even make a, a class hat that day because we can still cover all that content in a much smaller window but mm-hmm. you you absolutely need to have that like this is the kind of stuff like if you don't know understand how to do a tax return that's huge. Like, and, and here's the thing: I don't want to charge people to do this shit. I, I really don't. I, I would have no trouble letting people that that are W two wage earners, you know, they have a couple of jobs. Maybe they, you know, had a some interest income on their, you know, which no one really has these days. But maybe you had some interest income from your bank, you know, and, and you're filing standard deduction, or you know, maybe you're on the cusp of itemized. You know what? Use TurboTax. But if you don't know what you're looking at to review it. If you're not able to follow a lot of these changes like that's huge man like I, i'd rather just have people learn that tiny little bit to do it themselves and ever have to pay
0: off money mm. totally agree well mm. chris thanks for coming on hey man oh hey by the way can i
1: can i make a quick advertisement to people sure can all right look anyone who did collect unemployment In the 2020 year, this new bill that came out that we were talking about, one of the perks is that the first $10,200 per individual of unemployment collected at the uh, federal level is going to be tax-free. So make sure uh, what software you're using, it accounts for that when you do your tax return. That's, again, per household member. So if you and your wife or your spouse uh, or your significant other, however it works out, had unemployment income, you, the first thousand two hundred dollars of each person is not like per household, though, so don't double it up and you think you're going to take out. No, it's really just the per individual, uh, even if you're filing a joint return. And then, the, again, make sure that you're getting the most credits. If you were to qualify on your 2020 income for some of those uh, stimulus money and you didn't get it at the time when the checks were cut, make sure you take it as a credit in your 2020 tax return filing. And if you mm-hmm can't find how to do it,
0: call somebody. Call Chris in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call me. I have to charge for (laughs) it. Good Good stuff, Chris. Also, uh, this podcast can also now be found on Naked Sports. Naked Sports on YouTube. Check it out. Um, Well, Chris, thanks for coming on. We will talk again very soon. Enjoy. Take it easy, everybody. Yes, sir. See you next week, guys.